Welcome to Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff, where no topic is taboo. Booze is on deck, and I keep it real, real interesting. Hey, 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 welcome to Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff. I hope this podcast finds everyone well this evening. All right. I want to talk about Georgia. I have Georgia on my mind tonight. And then let's talk about Bernie. Oops, I mean Biden. And forgive me in advance if I get off track. I'm dealing with some allergies. You can probably hear it. So I'm a little off my game, but hey, off we go. And let me tell you, I'm drinking. I was literally not going to be drinking. And it's a rum and Coke, but, ooh, safety sip. I put it in a martini glass. I don't know why. Let me just have a sip of that. Safety sip. Yep. Take a sip, take a sip, take a sip. And a trip, and a trip, and a trip. Rum and Coke, I feel like, is trouble for me. Kind of like many other liquors, but I don't know why. Ooh, but it's very good. Sporting a little lime green tonight, too. If you guys can see it. All right. We have in Georgia, we have a couple of hot races coming up in November. And I know I've talked a bit about some of these things, but there's a story I cannot wait to share with you. But right now, the emphasis is on the gubernatorial and the senatorial races. Of course, we got Kemp and Abrams, and then we have Warnock and Walker. And there's an aspect that I feel like is being completely ignored. And it just makes me mad. Like, there should only be two parties. And there's a reason. Fuck the third party. In other words, maybe fuck the libertarians in particular. I mean, they're a big bunch of malcontents, typically. There's usually not a forum that's large enough for their egos, if you know what I mean. And they're out there, ironically, fucking voting against the very things that they think and agree with. I have a message for libertarians out there, in any independence for that matter. Forget fucking waiting on the perfect person to come up and get in line. That's fantasy thinking at best. And don't put the fucking Democrats in office, because that's what you do with that third party split. It's happened before. Ross Perot. I mean, I can name others, but there's no point. You get the idea. Fucking vote red. That's all I can say. All right. Now, this next story, this is one I'm kind of excited about, only because I feel like a lot of people didn't hear it. And I kind of got it third hand from somebody. It did not come up in my playlist of things I look at. I look at a lot of stuff, but this story didn't come up. And the MSM, I don't think is really going to cover it anyway. So here's the story. And I'm going to read a little bit of it to you. But the tagline on it was Herschel Walker, I'm a Herschel fan, pledges to pay past due rents to stop Reverend Warnock, the Pastor Warnock, from evicting churches' tenants. That's the tagline. And we'll put the link somewhere in there, maybe, or at least the pictures. So here it is. And bear with me. I'm quoting a fair bit of this, if not all of it. So Republican Georgia Senate candidate Herschel Walker on Tuesday pledged to pay the past due rents to stop Reverend Warnock from evicting tenants who live in a building that his church owns in ATL. Okay. So following this Monday's revelation that Warnock's church had tried to evict at least eight tenants for late rent during the pandemic, no less, Walker announced that he would help the tenants and pay the overdue rent. Yeah. And... Walker went on to say, I love this. He said, I've never known a preacher that likes abortion even after birth, won't pay his child support, and evicts poor people to the street. Yeah. He said, Herschel went on to say, I will personally pay the $4,900 in past due rents listed and basically to keep Reverend Warnock from evicting these people. Yeah. 
So Warnock's church, and it's called, I think this is funny, it's called Ebenezer Baptist Church. Makes me think of fucking Ebenezer Scrooge, which, geez, that's a Scrooge thing. Evicting people during the fucking pandemic. I know some people here who did that in small businesses. It's like, what the fuck? Are you, that's just horrible. Absolutely horrible. So this church, which he's still a pastor, by the way, reportedly, which they did, try to evict tenants for as little as $28.55 in overdue rent, all during the pandemic. Wow, that's really charitable, isn't it? Now, understand his salary in 2021 was 120 grand, along with $7,400 a month in a housing allowance, on top of, on top of his Senate salary. Ooh, sheesh. We're going to kick peeps to the curb. Yeah. Guess he's just a businessman at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hang on. I need a sip before we kick into this next segment. When you see the title of this podcast, you'll understand. Ooh, Biden. Hang on. I don't know why it just looks fancy in here, doesn't it? It tastes really good. That's all I can say. Mm. Sometimes you're just feeling fancy. All right, let's talk Biden in a language that people can understand, not the gibberish that he talks. Let's go with English. I like that language. It's my first language. Yeah, it should be pretty much everyone's in the United States of America. Before Russia attacked, we made sure Russia had javelins and other weapons. The strength of the defenses of Ukraine was ready for whatever happened. English, motherfucker, do you speak it? All right, so... Biden says, these are some little Biden stories, so just stick with me for a minute, because some of them I bet you haven't heard. Biden says that his son, Bo, lost his life in Iraq. I say this as a father of a man who won the Broad Star, the Conspicuous Service Medal, and lost his life in Iraq. He said this during a speech in Colorado. I don't know if he was like on the Colorado Rocky Mountain High. Maybe he had some weed on deck. Bo Biden died in 2015. Yeah. As a result of, not Iraq, brain cancer. Yeah, this is one of his many lies. Woo, if the lips are moving, we're lying. Let's stay in the lying vein. Biden's lies, and this is a quote, and outright fabrications are constantly dismissed, downplayed, and softened by media. This is what the New York Times said. That's what they said. They said he embellished narratives sometimes only loosely, based on the facts, very loosely, to weave together his political identity. Hmm. Uh, what the fuck? Do you think they'd ever say that about Trump? Eh, no. No, they would not. Now, here's a story, and I want... Sometimes I like to give you the Paul Harvey thing, the rest of the story, because I feel like you may have read this, maybe, maybe not, or you had a different take on it than I have. So President Biden pushes for governors to decriminalize weed. Okay. I don't know. Maybe it's easier to pull the fucking lever if you're all fucked up and stoned. You know, maybe he's looking for another population of voters. I don't know. But let's talk the real story. Here's the rest of the story, if you will. He just pardoned, and this is stuff I'm guessing you don't read or can't dig up. He just pardoned a bunch of federal prisoners that were in for weed possession. They were in for weed possession. Bunch of federal prisoners. Now let's talk about the reality. 90% of those fuckers were illegal aliens. 90% were illegal aliens. Did you get that tidbit? And 90%, same 90, were caught at the fucking border. Yeah, they pled down to simple possession. They pled down. 
Okay, who are these folks? If you can't put the puzzle pieces together, let me help you. That's fucking cartel. Don't make any mistake about that. You got to pay attention to what's going on. Speaking about paying attention, I've noticed a lot of shit's going up. My liquor, my gas, all these other things. I mean, woo, prices. So read a story recently about wholesale inflation. And it's rising, obviously. I think it was 8.5% in September. Don't quote me. It's probably in the ballpark, but it's high. It's high. Who knows what it's going to be for October? I don't know. I'm sure it's going to be higher. That's a safe bet, right? But this is wholesale. Did you get that tidbit? It's wholesale. So wait till those goods get touched by the distributor, by the retailer, and then they get back to you and me. In a word, yipes. Yipes. And Biden doesn't even see this as an issue. Yeah. I think all this dude knows is, it's time for ice cream or something. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he's out of the building. I don't know. All right, I mentioned gas prices. You know how he's been doing all this fucking bragging over the last, you know, whatever, a few weeks about when the gas prices dropped. And there's reasons, and I've talked about it before, why they dropped. Doesn't have shit to do with him. You know, it's because people are being sensible because they can't afford the fucking gas, right? But now it's gone up for the last three weeks. It's gone way up, right? And now what do you hear from him? Not a fucking word. You don't hear one word. Nothing. That's what you hear. Absolutely nothing. You said the president was responsible for gas prices coming down. Is the president responsible for gas prices going up? So it's a lot more nuance than that, right? Um, Peter, you know this. These are real savings. You're talking about $100 per month in savings for average family with two cars. What the hell are you talking about? Savings. These are real savings. So my question is, and I've mentioned this before, why, why doesn't he take a page out of Kemp's playbook? Kemp basically dropped the state taxes on gas. So that was like 31 cents. How about if Biden suspends the federal tax? He could do it if he gave a shit about Americans. Of course, you know when this is going to happen. Never. Now let's do another, the rest of the story. The rest of the story. So remember where the Saudi is going to drop oil production, whatever it is, 2 million barrels a day. The Saudis just admitted, hope you've heard this if you haven't, so pay attention. The Saudis just admitted that Biden came to them and asked them to delay the reduction of oil production until after the elections. What? What? Yeah. He threatened them with consequences. It kind of makes me backtrack a little bit. Remember when fucking Trump got in all the trouble and they were trying to impeach him when they told the Ukrainians to investigate Hunter Biden? Yeah. What do you have to say about that? Fucking that is bold. Are people catching any of these stories? I wonder. He addresses possible gun charges against his son, Hunter. You know what he said about Hunter? And you won't believe this. He's on the straight and narrow. His teeth aren't straight and narrow, though, I don't think, unless he's had them fixed, I guess. They have those meth teeth. Remember that? The meth smile. <laughs> yeah. Hunter's guilty of breaking federal gun laws, right? That have been on the books for what? Decades. Decades. But I think the real story here, 
We're doing a lot of Paul Harvey, man. The rest of the story, the real story. The real story is how the fucking media covers for him. The corruption of the media, really, in my opinion, should be at the center of everything. I would say look for me to cover this topic in an upcoming episode. That's going to happen. So I guess these stories about Biden, Dementia Joe, as I like to refer to him, maybe they illustrate things that we already know. Maybe they do. That's probably true. I mean, Dementia Joe is a fucking creeper. He's a creeper. You know, he's getting his 10%. We all know that. Fucking kid sniffer. Grabs little girls. In my world, or in what I think, he's a piece of shit. I mean, what can I say? Maybe I'll close this out with this thought. I have some fucking Halloween costume ideas for Biden. Eh, how about... How about the number one costume? He should be a fucking zombie. Look at that fucker. That would be perfect for him. Or maybe a uh, child molester. (laughs) I don't know what that costume would look like. Probably a lot like him. Or possibly a bank robber. Yeah, he's robbing peeps. He's robbing you and me. Fucking stealing the country blind. Can't even stand it. Yeah, if I had to vote, if you had to vote on that zombie child molester or bank robber, zombie, that would be my vote. (laughs) Speaking of which, I'm feeling a little bit like a zombie myself right now. So I'm going to knock this rum and coke out. So all I have to say to you all is cheers. Well, it's time for a refill. Join me for my next episode of Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff, where I vow to keep it real and real interesting.